Okay, the red light is on. That means we got to do it. I got to change this and just jump right into you guys liking and sharing it. If you're watching live on Facebook right now, I'm Kev Kellum. This is the WrestleZone Daily coming to you both as an audio podcast and a live streaming show through everything in the world of wrestling, WWE and beyond. A lot to talk about today. We'll get into a little bit of a controversy with Ronda Rousey. Did she cross a line on Raw? What's going on there? All the fallout from Raw. Tonight's big SmackDown 1000 show. There's a lot planned for that. And, uh, and of course, the crown jewel situation with Saudi Arabia and all that controversy. Now, I'm not alone in this. We're going to go right down to the panhandle of Florida. Hopefully, he's doing okay down there. And, of course, I'm talking to Robert DeFelis. How are you doing, Robert? Um, you know, I'm a little angry. I watched Raw last night. Left me a little anger maybe not for the reason you're thinking mm. i know that that touched a nerve mm-hmm. but yeah all left me a little salty last night yeah i i gotta agree with you there what do you guys think down in the chat what did you think of last night's monday night raw your comments will pop up here on screen and of course if you're uh, listening on the podcast sound off and let us know on twitter at wrestlezone.com and of course on facebook as well now uh there was a lot going on in raw i enjoy the continued tease of a dissension in the shield but then we had the dogs of war kind of fall apart. What did you think of the main event? So I never want to see that six man tag again. I think they <laughs> did it way too many times. It was great on but... Raw. It was great on Raw Live when I saw it. It was fantastic. I thought the Super Showdown match was good. This one did not seem as good as the other ones, but it was still a really fun TV main event. This one seemed more story driven because yes. they're ready to pull the trigger on certain things. And we saw Drew McIntyre turn on Braun Strowman. I don't know where that leads the dogs of war. I don't know who is the babyface, who's the heel, if that matters. But I liked the ending. I did enjoy the ending of Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have this continued issue with Crown Jewel. We're waiting for a word about that and what's going to change with it, if anything changes at all. Uh, now, WWE last night, the way they handled this thing was a little different than they've been handling it in the past few weeks. They simply didn't say anything about Saudi Arabia. They just talked about Crown Jewels' as show. Um, do you think at this point they're going to change it, or do you think they stay the course? Because right now, it seems it like they're staying, like the they're, staying the they're staying the course. They're staying the course. They're staying the course. Looks like it. But uh, the thing that doesn't make sense to me is, okay, so we're not going to say and endorse Saudi Arabia on our programming, but then you're going to go to the show and you're going to so clearly be in Saudi Arabia. It's very strange. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now the big thing that has been making a little bit more of a conversation on the WrestleZone platform, both on our Facebook page, on Twitter, and the comments section of this actual article, a lot of debate was set up by a piece that we have up right now. It is an editorial that has uh, lit up a conversation and it basically says that Ronda Rousey may have crossed a line and was not being progressive or endearing with her very inflammatory insults towards one Nikki Bella and Brie Bella, the Bella Twins. And to get the take on that, the man who wrote it put that editorial up. He's getting all that heat. He's going to join us right now. Tyler Treese, uh, hey. you got you got into some hot water today, buddy. You got into some yeah, hot water. so hot that it melted off my beard. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. happened? Dude, what? What did you do? I thought we were beard bros, bro. Bro, you dude. Don't worry. It'll be back in like two days. <sighs> very quickly. You better. You better. Come on now, man. See that? But yeah. You, you I hear mean, that on the mic? You, know, you hear that? You, you hear this on the mic? You know what this is? manhood gristle man (laughs) it's gristle it's man gristle um (laughs) 
tell me about this article you put up today. You did uh, you did an article, and it has uh, it has really started a big conversation. And most the whole, of it negative towards me. Most of it, most honest. of it is yes. You are getting some negative comments, and and I do have it posted in the, with this video on on Facebook, and of course you guys can check it out at russellzone.com. Basically, you you take Ronda Rousey to task for her comments uh, well, on Nikki Bella. I, and the, off, I should say I'm more of taking the WWE writing crew to task. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously I don't think Ronda Rousey's writing her own premise. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically my issue is that. The way WWE has been marketing its women's division over the past year, they see money in the feminist uh, empowerment movement right now. So that's why they're trying to bolster their division. Like, we can all pretend like, oh, WWE is finally just recognizing that they deserve an equal shot, which they do. But they're ultimately a business and they see money in this. So they're trying to make themselves look progressive, uh, kind of like how Saudi Arabia is using them to make their own country look progressive to tie the two together Mm -hmm. so there's all you see all these businesses trying to look more progressive than they actually are and so wwe evolution is marketed as this big celebratory event where they're bringing women from the past the present they're bringing nxt stars so they have a future element it's this huge celebration and then the main baby face on raw, the person who we're all supposed to cheer and get behind is Ronda Rousey. And yet she completely like crapped on one era of wrestlers. She said like everything about the divas era made her sick or something like that to that extent, I'd, which that's a little bit of a stretch. Cause, cause I, I bring that up because they're, the dichotomy that they're going for and that Nikki has assumed a heel role. Cause mind you got a heel reaction. She came out there and said, no one's here to see you. They're here to see us. And but then spoke of some very convicting thing, uh, conviction points that she's been there a long time. Then she broke her neck and she went through all these things. And the women and the young girls in this audience are here because of me. And that is the part of the side that I agree with. Now, here is where I disagree with you, Tyler. Okay, all right. I'm going real deep in on you. I think women responded to that type of thing because I think that's heel heat. It goes back to heat. It's. It, it, I don't think those comments would have been brought up on WWE television uh, unless the Bellas wanted to go there. And I think they're smart. They understand how to stir the pot. And that's. I mean, all... it's obviously designed to do that. Sure, I'm not denying sure, that. but I didn't. I just think it goes against their their whole marketing of this being a celebration. If they're going to paint people you know negative and negative light like the entire era mm-hmm. that way i get what they're trying to do i and just I get, think I, it's and i get what you're saying that they should that the attack was enough you betrayed me and the bellas is coming out and saying you know you shouldn't even be here and you shouldn't have that title and you know we're we were only around you just to get a smile on you and see what we could do you know and like that is enough but i also understand where you got to move that needle into a whole nother conversation of did Ronda cross the line? Did she moving the needle here? Because I feel like this, like this whole like back and forth has been needlessly hacky. Considering like you, you thought it was hacky. The match you thought was it was you, you thought it was unnecessary. Like it was it was just cheap heat. I think uh, yeah. I think because I think the match itself, you can do an MMA type build. You have Ronda Rousey there. Obviously, you're getting her versus Nikki Bella, who was like the longest reigning Divas champion. Like there's a storyline there of the old guard 
versus you know the current phase of the company mm-hmm. the, like the, the hill turn seems completely unnecessary for the bella twins yeah i don't i don't i don't agree with that because I, 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 I don't think they're gonna be there Ro- long Robert, enough for it Robert, to matter you jump in here buddy what's your take on this thing man I came in here last week and I said to you, this rivalry would mean a lot more if Nikki was the baby face and Ronda was the heel because I knew they were going here mm-hmm. and I knew they were going to get the reaction they'd get. A lot of people did not like this. Uh, I talked to Ross Berman about it mm-hmm. last night. He, he was incensed by it. <laughs> a lot of women on my timeline were furious that this is the best they could do when we're talking about women's empowerment. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, WWE has always presented itself as pseudo-reality television. And when you watch reality TV, what do women fight over? Here's the thing. You're talking about it. You're angry, and you want to see something happen. So they've motivated you. My problem with this is if this is a reality show and this is Total Bellas, they're having the, the, the female fans that watch that show are having the same conversation and saying, did, did Nikki Bella get ahead because of this? Did Brie Bella get ahead because of this? You're bringing reality into it. And when you bring in reality, real issues, you can create real reactions. I don't think it's crossing a line. I think it's walking up to the line and dipping your toe on the other side of it, but I don't think you're crossing it. And I think it's a conversation that women have with each other. I'm not speaking for women. I don't want to mansplain it, but I saw women react to this. And you want to bring in people and get a reaction and get them to pick a side because then they can root for a side. Isn't that what it's all about? Isn't it about you caring about something? So that's – I'm not saying – I feel like that would work better if there were more shades of gray in WWE programming. Sure. Mm-hmm. You don't think there's enough shades of gray. They're, they're, uh, you know, here's another thing. I will say this, though, and we can debate whether or not it's right. It certainly created a conversation, and you guys can go read this article, which is very well written, by the way, Tyler. Very good article. Uh, at, at RussellZone.com. I may not agree with everything, but I like when people have a good argument about this. But go check it out, and you guys have sounded off in the comments. Some of those have popped up here. Terrell Diggs saying, the Bellas are so mean. They did come off mean in this. and uh, But, you know, Rhonda did, too. Specifically, her lines about knocking on a bedroom door, which, and another. Th- pretty, I'll I, say I this. will say the one like line that I thought was pretty clever was to get around the like the PG thirteen censors to turn no, uh, uh, sorry, do nothing bitch into yeah, do nothing bitch into do nothing Bellas. <laughs> like I thought that was pretty clever. And another thing is like, they, 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 they're like, working the press. Clever. They're working the press. They're getting TMZ, and anytime they get TMZ, you know WWE loves getting on TMZ. Uh, so well, people, since we're here and we're talking so about impact. evolution. Yeah. Can we talk about so does impact, the, right. the, the wasted element of the evolution battle rail? Mm. This is the worst thing that I have seen. Well, this is another thing we were going to get into is the evolution battle royal was announced yesterday. There is a lot of names added into it. And I thought we were going to get a big multi-woman match on the show. Um, now, it doesn't bother me that it's a battle royal. But one thing that bothers me, and specifically you had, you had some of the, the talent tweeting their their disenfranchisement with this, was that you had some big names that have had a big gear that are locked into this big multi-woman match. And you can yep. see, and you have Asuka in this match. You have Carmella in this. Whatever you think about Carmella, she had a title run earlier this year. And you had Naomi, who won a battle royal at the women's battle royal at WrestleMania. So, um... I think it would be a good thing for a lot of uh, lower card NXT talent to be in there uh, for just the women who are, you know, an Alicia Fox, somebody who's just lower down the card 
when you look at, you know, Asuka should have a singles match. You know, you could do Asuka and Naomi. You could do a bunch of different things on this. And they're, they're looking right now at the card, and we have it up at WrestleZone.com. The card for WWE Evolution, which will go down October 28th in Uniondale, New York, right on Long Island at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Currently, you have the headlining match of Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella. Looks like they already got some heat for that. SmackDown Women's Championship, a last women's standing match between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. NXT Women's Championship could be the rubber match between Shayna Baszler and the reigning champion, the Pirate Princess, Kyrie Sane. Alexa Bliss and Mickey James will take on Trish Stratus and Lita. The NXT UK Championship will be defended by Rhea Ripley, opponent not determined at the moment. And the finals of the Mae Young Classic. And now they've added this big battle royale, which will feature Toya Rilson and some names from the past. I think it's a good match that really should be utilized for that. I think it should be utilized to, to have a bunch of classic talent, lower card talent mix around and open up the show with a big bang and, uh, you know, get, get, the, get the pop between somebody early on the card. Um, another thing is, where does Sasha Banks fall on this card? She returned to action last night. Yeah, it looks like we're going to get Sasha and Bailey and uh, Natalia against the Riot Squad. That mm. looks to be the, the new match there, which seems fine. I'm kind of underwhelmed by the card. I think probably i think some of the nxt if you wanted so many nxt like i think them taking up two of the main spots on the card with the nxt uk and the i guess my only problem is with the nxt uk um match because i don't think anybody cares about that belt has it even been shown on like wwe well, tv yet my, Have they it, even aired it, hasn't, the my, it hasn't but i think this is a platform for it i think it's a good match to put in the middle of the show uh i i don't think the match will get a, a considerable length of time but it's about showing off people. And, and I mean, when you can do something like the Mayon Classic. I'd rather see like Oscar like, okay. get that spot. Though. Yeah, I, and I, I agree with you too. But I also think like maybe this Battle Royal gets a ton of time. You know, they, maybe it's a lot of time. You can do some things in here. I don't want to look at it like it's completely negative, but I do agree there's some people that are locked up in there. You know, they're locked up in that match with a bunch of other people and they could be getting a little bit more of a star shine in their own match. Uh, Carl Burma. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating when you see somebody like Oscar, who's 38, and then they have her just like doing nothing at the moment. Like she's just like being playful with Naomi, like occasionally on mm-hmm. TV. Like there's nothing going on with that character, and she was so red hot at the beginning of the year. And, like, and well, she's not the age, but go ahead. The, the, the just waste of talent, the just waste of Oscar Ember Moon. Who should have a big match on this show? Sasha Banks looks like she's going to be in a six-woman tag with the Riot Squad. Like, this is basic raw card stuff. This is not the premier women's wrestling card. WWE is acting like mm -hmm. they are the pioneers of women's wrestling when really they're just the last ones to the party. And because they're the most popular, they think the party's just getting started. But it's not. Eek, eek, going in on them. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, comments on everything that we've been uh, talking about here in the live chat. Rhonda must have her first clean loss to Becky Lynch at Survivor Series. I don't I don't see that match coming in. Not a chance, in. pal. That, that's not happening. She ain't losing. If she does lose, it's only at WrestleMania. Uh, I hope we see Vicky Guerrero show up in the battle royale. You know, I would actually pop for that. I think that'd be kind of neat. Uh, and just... Uh, some people really like an Ember Moon, who is also locked up in this big battle royal match. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Uh, if you're just joining us on the live stream, 
uh, check out the podcast. If you're listening to the podcast and you're not, you're just streaming it, subscribe on iTunes. Give us five stars. We do it four days a week. So if you can't watch the show live, you can listen to it in your ears the next day. We will get into SmackDown 1000 a little bit. But, of course, the looming issues of Crown Jewel are still around WWE. Uh, I haven't gotten your take yet on this, Tyler. What do you think? I'm sorry. What's the what are we just just oh, the I'm whole? The, I know we've covered what a little we bit. About? The specifically uh, WWE Crown Jewel Saudi Arabia. How do you think this thing's going to pan out? I want everyone's take uh, on this. So I, I think it's hilarious how WWE is just pretending that Saudi Arabia doesn't <laughs> exist, and like they're doing their thing where if we don't mention the name, everybody will just forget about it. It's hysterical. It's like you know when Apollo Cruz lost his first name because, um, like there was a shooting. Or oh, wait, did he lose his last name? Yeah, he lost his last name, and like they're just we'll just we won't mention it. Like mm. that's their strategy for like any situation. They're just like we don't mention it, and it will just go away. And like like the stubbornness of Vince McMahon is incredible. I like I admire it in some ways. I wish I could just be like I'm just not gonna mention it. Like it, it's incredible. It's just gonna totally happen. Like nothing's gonna change. Um, we might not see them like publicly shill for the saudi arabia government like they did the first time around yeah which is what the major issue was it wasn't that they're doing shit business with saudi arabia it was that they're endorsing their government and trying to basically do propaganda for them which was like the disgusting part you know i don't think anybody cares if they're doing shows in that country per se it's when they're being co-opted by the government so like clearly you know, but then people have been critical of WWE for doing tribute to the troops and uh, internationally. Some people have crossed the line. I don't agree with that at all. My take still remains this. WWE is in an incredibly awkward position. Uh, I think they should, as a global entertainment brand, want to do more things like this. And they should want to do it in countries where this type of American form of entertainment, this art form that is pro wrestling and sports entertainment is purely American and, and giving people a piece, a piece of Western culture, Western pop culture, I think is important. Uh, and I feel that WWE has unfortunately gotten, got, they've gotten into the wrong situation and, and now they're kind of locked into it. I don't think getting out of the show is as simple as everyone thinks it might be, uh, especially when there's so much money, there's a long-term agreement uh, and, and everyone says, oh, well, yeah, if you want to protect yourself and all these different things. I just don't think it's as simple as everyone thinks it is when there's so much money tied to it. Uh, I think at some point um, we'll figure out what happens. I, 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 as the, when we got to Raw on Monday and we had everything kind of break out over the weekend, I kind of thought we would have an idea of what's going on. But now it feels like it's even more up in the air as to what's going to happen with this show. I, I know we were talking. I feel like they're just going to continue like non making non statements and just push forward while not saying the words Saudi Arabia as if that makes it better. Uh, like it is a complicated situation, but you kind of like have to expect this stuff when you're like dealing with blood money at the end of the day. So I, like... you know what? I, I'm not going to say that we're dealing with blood money. Uh, because I still think there's a lot that's coming together about it, though it doesn't look good. You know, I, I won't say this is like a, I'm not brushing this under the rug or treating it like it's a non-issue. Um, I'm not. But at the same time, like, let me put it to you this way. If WWE went did a show in China, I don't think we'd have the same conversation. You know, if WWE went did, like when WCW went to North Korea, 
I don't think there was that type of conversation. Mind you, there wasn't the internet. You know, information wasn't yeah. flying that around That was the world. controversial. The, yeah. The North Korea. And they have done shows in China, although they weren't like the specials. Um, John Bradshaw Layfield was on Fox Business uh, today, and he made a great um, defense of WWE of, as to why they should do this. Uh, and his, his thing was it's about spreading American culture around the world. And, and if, if we don't go, then where else can't we go? We can't go. We, we sh- some people would say, well, then you shouldn't go to Chicago because of all the – the, like, to him, he said that. Now, to me, it's not a great argument. Is, but is that what JBL was doing no, when he was he doing, did, like, the he, Nazi march no, in Germany? No. He, yes. Okay. Of course, he got – yeah, he, he did that. He crossed the line there. <laughs> was you want to talk, about, uh, talk about whether culture. or not Ronda Rousey crossed the line? I remember, I remember reading about that the day it happened uh, on WrestleZone, by the way, years before I was working here uh, with WrestleZone. I remember reading about that in just being like, why did they let him do that? Please tell me he got fined for that. Something. Uh, so uh, just jump into the comments here. Uh, uh, some people are yelling at me, making fun of me. I don't think WWE should cancel, cancel Crown Jewel or change a venue. I have not heard anything solid, and a lot doesn't add up. Could Turkey or some other authority have faked his death? I don't. I don't want to get into controversies about this. Or... I, think, I think he's really dead. But uh, they <laughs> yeah, did change the venue. I'm not going like, to argue. A smaller venue. Yeah, they have changed the venue, and it was going to be. It's now going to be at the King Saud University Stadium, uh, which I believe seats around thirty thousand people. Still a very big show, big crowd for that. Uh, Kenneth Barfield wants to see Kevin versus Diesel Power. Uh, I, you know what? I ain't taking a match. I can't win. I'm not going to do that. Shake that Diesel Power for him on the, on the, on the cam. Uh, let's get into SmackDown 1000 tonight, guys. SmackDown 1000, a huge, huge show. If you're listening on the podcast, maybe you've already, you've already seen it. If you're watching live, you haven't seen it yet. So there you go. Um, what do you think of SmackDown? This is a big, big night for them, but it doesn't, it doesn't have that Raw 25, Raw 1000 feeling going into it. Though on paper, there's a lot there. We're gonna get the Undertaker, the Edge, Edge, the Edge. Yeah, the Edge from U2 is gonna be there. Yeah. Um, Edge is going to be on the show. He'll have a rated R segment. Uh, and we're also getting the return of Rey Mysterio, a World Cup qualifier, as he takes on Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Big night. Big night for WWE. What do you think of this show? I think it's good. It's certainly not going to feel like Raw 1000 because nothing SmackDown does ever feels as big as Raw does. And that's by design because Raw is the flagship. Mm -hmm. We won't see anything major until maybe the move to Fox. Um, I love Edge. Love Taker. By the way, we didn't talk about it. Taker and Kane had a hell of a promo last night on Raw in the creepy boiler room. I love that. I thought that was cool. I I want more pre-shot Undertaker promos. I love the cinematic vibe. I felt like Freddy Krueger was just going to come in and be their manager any second down in that boiler room. Uh, Yeah, so a lot of people are uh, into it. Some people not into it. SmackDown is the true flagship show, says Jacob Williams. You know what? I've been enjoying SmackDown more than Raw week to week for a couple months now, uh, and I kind of have to agree with him on that. Um, but SmackDown tonight, though, Rey Mysterio back. How big of a deal is this? This is, I think, kind of the quiet, with everything else going on, I think it's kind of like the coolest thing going on in wrestling this week. The yeah, biggest I agree. Can we talk about his, um, his new merch, though? <laughs> what is the new his... merch? I have not seen it yet. Okay, so they're playing on greatest of all time, So, but instead of GOAT, mm-hmm. they made it GMOAT which is greatest mask of all time. Oh. It kind of kills the entire, like, mm. like 
the the verb of goat like it just totally ruins it it's mm. really funny because they could have just like replaced the o in goat with like the mask and it could have looked like it but instead they added this whole unnecessary letter to it and it's just ridiculous yeah uh you know i i'm just excited to see Rey mysterio back in wwe I, I think there's a lot of new matches you can open up with him I think just tonight they're doing a big. This is this could have been a pay per view match already. Just him versus Nakamura, and uh, what do you think happens? Ray's Ray's getting in this World Cup, right? Yeah, Ray's winning. He'll win the World Cup. There we go. Perfect. Oh, you know that's not a bad prediction. I wouldn't be. It would not. It would not surprise me if that. Uh, Uday uh, Uday R saying Raw is fun. SmackDown is wrestling. There's a little bit of that. Uh, the Rock is back. We have not heard that The Rock is going to be there. Could we have a surprise appearance by the the Great One tonight on Raw via satellite? Uh, excuse me, on SmackDown via cell phone. You can do it now via cell phone. Um, so filthy animals. A little bit of a throwback there. We'll go on Instagram Live and we'll just broadcast <laughs> it. Isn't that the world we live in now? <laughs> you know, isn't isn't that crazy? You could do that. Oh man, uh, I I am I am looking forward to this show in general. But one match I definitely want to see uh, is Andrade Cien Armas versus Rey Mysterio. You want to talk about lighting up the Latino sports world, getting the pages down in Mexico City popping? You would get it. Would it with be that nice because currently everybody's an American on that World Cup. Yeah. But I also think that's just maybe just the talent you have, though, too. I don't think that's like, hey, we just we don't want any international people here. I think that's just more of the talent that was available and who fit, who fit the roles. And I don't know. I feel like that would be a Vince McMahon thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't Red have called Blood. it the World Cup. I would have called it King of the Ring or something. Yeah, true, true. You're, you know, but you don't want to you don't want to offend the royal family. By the way, here's what's going to happen. Kurt Angle will win his first match during the World Cup. Then Baron Corbin will take him out because Kurt's not wrestling multiple times in a mm-hmm. match. He can barely like do one. Um, and then Rey Mysterio will win it all. Just book it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be Randy, but that's just me. Uh, Terrell Diggs wants to know which show is the best. Is it going to be Raw's 25-year special or SmackDown 1000? Raw 25 was a special show. But I don't I think thought it, it was awful. I, I didn't think it was awful. I thought it, I felt it was special. Like they were doing a lot of special historical fun things on it. But I thought it was clip heavy. That was just that was just my take. Uh, I didn't think it was awful though. I wouldn't describe it as awful. Uh, will we see John Bradshaw Layfield tonight? We brought him up a little bit. He was a big a big big part of SmackDown for a long long time. Yeah, but only because Triple H wouldn't work uh, Tuesdays. <laughs> I don't work Tuesdays, brother. Yeah. It'd be um, nice to see him. You don't see him often on WWE anymore. True, true, true. So continue to fire off your questions down there in the chat. Uh, long live the Contistadors. Now here is the question I want to have answered. Evolution is back tonight. One of the biggest movie stars in the Marvel Cinematic Universe will be back on WWE television. Batista, Drax the Destroyer from Guardians of the Galaxy, is going to be a part of a reunion of sorts with Ric Flair, woo, Randy Orton, uh, kicking people in the face, and Triple H. All four of them, all the members of Evolution in one ring together. But do we know by the end of tonight whether or not we're getting more Batista in WWE? I don't think so. Unless mm. he announces himself for the Royal Rumble, I don't see them working an angle to where we'll get more Batista. The only way I see it is if Randy takes out Batista or if Batista announces himself for the Rumble. That'd be crazy. What do you think, Tyler? I could see like a slight tease 
yeah. towards him and Triple H. But I don't think they're going to do anything huge because obviously the focus needs to be on DX versus um, Undertaker and Kane we'll, for now. We'll get, we'll see if they drop some blood in the water. You know what I mean? Like uh, that, that that's what I think. They're going to see if they can get the I, sharks. I think it'll be like remember when The Rock was back and they teased him in Triple H and yeah. then nothing happened. Yeah. I think we'll get something like that. But also, I think they wanted something to happen, but maybe they just couldn't make it come together with The Rock yeah. being huge. I think tonight you'll see. We'll we'll find out whether or not, and and it'll be a tease. It'll be it'll just be a, it won't be a heavy tease. It'll be something slight, you know, and and they'll allude to something. Uh, and if people start talking about it, then they go with it, you know. And then maybe then they can make something happen. I don't I don't think that's any. I don't think that's if you promise. They're not going to promise anything, but we'll see if they're. I think we'll know by the end of the night. I am of the the thought process that we will know by the end of the night what's going on. But SmackDown in general, it has existed as the big wrestling show. There's been so many fantastic matches on it, especially since it started. Is there any uh, SmackDown highlights that pop out in your mind? I know the one they replay a lot, of course, is that big superplex where they broke the ring with Big Show and Brock Lesnar. I was a fan of that. Uh, I absolutely loved earlier this year when Daniel Bryan came back and announced his return. I thought that was a very big emotional thing to have on SmackDown. And, of course, I loved... The early 2000s, like 02 to like 04, 05, around there. Oh, yeah, when Brock came out to the mariachi band. <laughs> Classic <laughs> smack. Yeah, that was, hey, that... that was Brock's most entertaining moment of his career. <laughs> you could tell he was genuinely enjoying himself when, when, when that happened. Um, and then, of course, a lot of people bring up Stone Cold, Stone Cold, the big brawl in the grocery store between Booker T and Stone Cold Steve Austin is probably one of the best, like, outside the ring elements they've ever done right up there with maybe like the boiler room brawl and different things they've done outside of the ring um the kurt angle rap i remember kurt angle rapping on this was pretty ridiculous him and john cena in the ring uh, i recall a john cena undertaker match i saw live on smackdown i think the week maybe two or three days right after wrestlemania 19 or a week after it and that was like very very special and cool i remember i remember thinking like that was just a great match and whoever this john cena guy is he's on to something and I was into that. And that was, like, one of my favorite things with non-Dead Man Undertaker, too. I was a fan of it. Uh, Mark Henry is there, says Carl Dennett. How do you know, Carl? Wh who do you know? What's what's up with that? Um, yeah. So uh, they want to know your take on on this, Robert. What do you think of SmackDown 1000? You think it's going to be a cool show? I think it's absolutely going to be a cool show. I'm looking forward to watching it. I think Ray versus Nakamura will be great. I think you're talking great matches in SmackDown history. You got to talk uh, the SmackDown 6. Ray, uh, Edge, uh, Los Guerreros, Angle, and Benoit. Great matches. You mean Canadian wrestler X? Uh, who, who you, t you mentioned a wrestler whose name we're not supposed to mention anymore. Yeah. So, we're not WWE. Yeah. We're no, fine. You know, there was, there, was a, there was a show I hosted years ago when that all went down, and we just referenced him as Canadian wrestler X. I still have a hard time <laughs> watching any footage with him in it. It just makes me uncomfortable. Like, I just got okay. Yeah, it's strange because, like, you know, I had such a, you know, I was such a big fan of yeah. him. And, like, that WrestleMania ending with when he has, like, his kids and, like, Nancy it in there with wonderful. him. Has turned into one of the most, like, awkward to watch yeah. things ever. Yeah, and, 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 and that's probably the worst period in WWE history, like, in the fallout, sure. in the fallout from it. And it's just an awful situation. Um, And I, I just, you know, now I can't watch those matches. I'm, I'm of that. Uh, should have had Cena versus Angle on SmackDown 1000. Yeah, that would have been a cool match to because, you know, John Cena made his How do you debut. know we won't? How do you know we won't get? How do you know, Colby? How do you know? Yeah, that's a great noise. 
Uh, other people bring up their SmackDown memories. Zach Gowan versus <laughs> Brock. Yes, the uh, one-legged Zach Gowan and the, the see this is all this was a fun one. The best of five series between Booker T and John Cena for the U.S. title was great. Eddie Guerrero was also a big part of SmackDown with his low rider. Eddie Guerrero is probably like the biggest star that was ever made. I yes. think on SmackDown for sure, and definitely he was he, he definitely seemed like a guy who took pride in being in that position and getting that. Um, shut up, Kellum is another comment I'm getting here. Uh, so that was I agree really with fun. that one. No, Tyler. Tyler, 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 please. Will Randy Orton tar- target John Cena at SmackDown 1000? I think Randy Orton is uh, locked into some things with Ty Dillinger at the moment and several other people. Uh, so, so it doesn't seem like we're going to get that. But, no, uh, while we're talking about all the controversies, go read that Ronda Rousey editorial. It's a hot take. I don't exactly agree with everything you said in it, Tyler, but it was quite the piece. And that's over at WrestleZone.com. Of course, we'll have live That's coverage. Fine. As long as you don't leave me like a strange like <laughs> comment to tell me that I should brush my teeth like somebody did. Brush your teeth? How do they even know yeah. your dental hygiene? That, that that's in, that's intrusive i did thank them i said i'm gonna go brush my teeth now thank you dental <laughs> hygiene is important uh of course all these stories are up now over at wrestlezone.com check out the podcast four days a week we'll have all exclusive original content for you plus we have original interviews up right now eddie edwards eddie edwards gives us an insight into the backstage area of what happened when austin aries pulled his little shenanigans at the end of Bound for Glory's pay-per-view with Impact this week. He also talks to us about his wonderful new children's book. That interview is up now in the WrestleZone Radio podcast feed on iTunes and beyond. Give it a five-star review. Let us know what you think as well. All right, we'll be back uh, tomorrow right around 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. Ooh, ooh, I'm just getting word on this. This is cool. I'm going to have an interview with A.J. Kirsch. A.J. Kirsch, a tough enough alum of WWE, and he uh, did all the motion capture work on WWE 2K19. So we'll have that interview up later today. I'm taping that in about, uh, yes, if I'm reading my email correctly, I'll be taping that later tonight in about an hour or so. So come and check that awesome. out on Very our feed, cool. and we'll have that up at WrestleZone.com. If, you, if, if you're too lazy to listen and you just want to read the words, uh, we'll have that for you as well. So like this video. If you guys enjoy what we're doing on Facebook, give it a like. Your reactions help us defeat our greatest enemy. Who is our greatest enemy, Robert? Who is our greatest enemy? The algorithms. The algorithms. algorithms. Oh, man. I I thought it was Bill Pritchard. Oh, don't say anything about Dollar Bill Pritchard. Don't you? He's the money man. We we can't do that. He's related to Bruce, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Directly related. He's directly related to Brother Love. He's he's Son Love. That's what he is. That is the worst thing I have ever said. And on that note, we will get out of here. Enjoy SmackDown 1000 tonight. We'll have full coverage at WrestleZone.com. Maybe you already watched it and you're just listening to podcasts and you're just wringing your fist while you're listening to us on the train or something like that. Uh, guess what? You can still uh, correspond with the show. Start getting that going with us. Uh, tweet at us at WrestleZone.com and hit up our Facebook. We're, ha- we're a bunch of wrestling nerds having wrestling fun. And we need to remind you guys, as we do, as we do so, so often, we debate these things, Tyler. We debate, all right? We debate, Robert, but we got to remember, at the end of the day, we all just love this thing, this this Shakespeare for the masses so we can see someone kick some asses. We just need to enjoy wrestling.